Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 288 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan. Joined as... Ah, uh, no. Bruce got a baby. Bruce ain't here. <laughs> I got Sir John instead. Yeah, hey, there's Bruce a... Sir John, how are you? All consolation for you. <laughs> the booby prize. Yep. Producer John doesn't even flow right. Uh, Chuck is back with 5G connectivity, or is that a 5G vaccine? Or did you do the double 5G? They, they boosted my 5G. Okay, I can now hear the goats. That's good. I just ride them. Giggity. It's not a lot to do up in Canada. No. Our uh, goat-riding, egg-slurping extraordinaire here is uh, Jamie, our official Canadian affairs correspondent. It's chicken milk. Chicken right. milk. Milk. Chicken milk. See, so close to Canada and yet so far away. <laughs> Thank goodness, Chuck. You don't want and, us. Uh, worshipful master-elect, uh, Jeff is <laughs> Jeff now that you're like official and important and stuff are you sure you want to be appearing in public with this motley crew I mean Bruce did it Good yeah, he's Bruce. Let's... <laughs> yeah he's all he also had a few years of experience under his belt <laughs> Tef- uh, a few less to give I think Jeff a few less to give yeah. I got a good lawyer to call if I get brought up on Masonic trials, and yeah. if he don't answer, I'll just call you. So the thing, the thing you should learn from every prison movie ever is your lawyer is no good to you if he's standing in the jump shoot and shackles next to you. Like it's, it's always a bad play. Um, you have a, either you're in real big trouble or you have a bad lawyer. Yeah. So we got a uh, we just had lodge this past weekend and election night. Um, I, of course, am spending another year's sentence at my desk. Uh, but also, the Lodge saw fit to uh, elect Jeff as master. So, um, oh, we're, we're going to... Is this your first time, Jeff? Do what? Is yeah, this your what? first time in the East? This is... Because I'm, I'm up next Tuesday to be elected... Hopefully. Oh, that's right. We're going to have two master elects. And then, well, well, my master elect is going to be quick because I get elected on Tuesday. The past master's degree is on Thursday, and I'm getting installed on Saturday. Y'all might be getting installed the same. Yeah, Jeff's installation yeah. is uh, Saturday the uh, 20... Mine's the 18th. 18th, sorry. Yeah. yeah. The 18th. I got installed yeah. last Wednesday wow. as Junior Deacon. Ooh, Junior Deacon's a good one. You sit there and take a nap. 
and tell it's people y'all are getting installed the same night. I, I feel like there's some conspiratory things afoot. Well, if he's uh, doing it in the evening, I'll be master before he is because I'm doing it at two. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, but the reason I'm, I'm sniffing conspiracies afoot is uh, we got a surprise visit to Jeff's election at Lodge from uh, our, our good brother, Andrew. Uh, some of you know him as A. Davis on the IRC channel. Oh. Uh, he showed up unexpectedly from the Great White North. Um, it's and... not unexpectedly if you hadn't abandoned us on, on uh, Facebook admin duty. No, so he, he so <laughs> it was not expected for him to be him. He emailed me. Like, is he a member of my... Just you and me. So is he a member of your lodge, Harlan? Who? A AD. No, 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 no. So so you're, He's from let, up in John's longitude. You let non-members of your lodge attend your annual meeting? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, if they're a like brother in good standing, we can't refuse them. No, here, meeting. here, because it's lodge business, like if you're not a member of the lodge, you're not allowed to attend. Oh, well, I mean, you don't, he doesn't get to vote or speak to, to the election, but, you know. You no, know, here they're not even allowed to be there. Oh. All of our meetings are business meetings. Yeah. All of our stated meetings are considered business meetings. I mean, I guess, I guess he could come, we, but because we open our annual meeting in the inside the stated meeting, so then they would have to actually be escorted out of that. Oh, so election night's not like a special – it's just another order of business for us. So it no. happens on the standard no. business meeting. We, we actually open the annual meeting, and we have an actual thing we have to follow for the annual meeting. Mm. Uh, and then we close the annual meeting. And, it, and it's mainly, it's not so much like DDs don't come to that because they don't want to be seen to be influencing elections. And really the main thing is because that's where we have to approve the budget. That way we mm -hmm. don't vote on bills that are in budget. So, yeah, I mean, I wish we could do some, you know, in-house only things like that. But there's no mechanism out here in western Pennsylvania. for It's, uh, it's only in our annual meeting we're allowed to do that. Uh, we can't do it any, and the annual meeting is set. Um, we, we can't even do that. Well, so our grand lodge ripped away our authority to hold our own trials a long time ago, but when we were doing trials, we can't even exclude regular Masons from a trial. Like it's any, anything that the lodge is, any labor the lodge is doing is open to those qualified to attend. Oh, and EAs and fellow crafts are allowed to attend our annual meeting for members of our lodge. They just can't vote. So usually they become the tellers. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good uh, good function. Yeah. They they haven't been around long enough to be biased or untrustworthy. It's uh, kind of smart, actually. Yeah. So, well, but Andrew had emailed me early in the week, you know, because he's a lodge secretary of two lodges because he's insane. And uh, he, being a secretary, knew that he should be helpful and let me know that he was coming and what lodge he's a member of so I could get everything kind of looked at in advance. Instead of ambushing me with it that night when there's a million things happening, which is very thoughtful of him. What he neglected to mention was that the reason he was visiting us is because he's a Davis. And so I just thought it was a brother passing through town on business, which happens before the pandemic. It used to happen all the time. So it's not unusual. And so I get to lodge and I'm being introduced. And then somebody says, oh, oh, there's Harlan. And he says, oh, look, he is in a suit. And then. I sat down because he's a visitor, so I was having dinner with him, and he mentioned something, and I was like, oh, well, up in your neck of the... We got a good friend of our lodge up in Minnesota, and he's like, oh, yeah, John? I know John. I'm like, 
how do you know John? And he goes, found you. Real creepy. <laughs> oh, shit. That's creepy. Yeah. You know, uh, you're going to have to text me who it is you're speaking about because apparently uh, I'm nuance. I've had a shitty two days, so my brain it's, it's, uh So he, he goes by A. Davis on IRC, I think on Reddit too. Uh, he's been listening to the show for a long time. So he, he knew who all the characters were. And we're going to have to get him on the show so he can talk about his visit to the After Lodge Lodge because he got to see the angry chaplain reelected to be the chaplain, like, you know, in person. He got to meet Grand Censor Bob and knew right away he's like, Bob's real. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Tim and Sam happened to be there. So he got the. It was fun watching him pick out all of the characters we've talked about on the show on his own. Dude, yeah, you know, can, I know who that is. I know anybody that visits your lodge, they could pick Bob out like that. I did it my yes. first semester. I was like, I just walked in the room. I'm like, that guy. And then he also uh, busted my balls about the backlog of shows so that Jeff didn't have to in his biweekly tradition at lodge. So oh, yay. It's a it's, I, I think I do it monthly. So I when I said that I've already had my fair share, Chuck, before we started the show, it's because uh, Andrew already took care of it for you this week. So I've got I've got national level stalkers coming to my lodge in person to shake me down about episodes now. This pleases me. <laughs> Just be glad you don't see the chub I got going on right now. <laughs> Jesus, uh, we don't want to see that chub. Shit, I didn't need to know in my, I didn't yeah. in my head. Yeah. Wow. Five G, five grams. Oh. It was a it was a fun uh, fun night at Lodge. It was it was well attended, and there was a whole lot going on. But we still got a chance to uh, to hang out with a show fan. And oh, and Bruce, Bruce, you come to Lodge, but you can't get on a podcast. What's the deal with that? I didn't, I wasn't expecting to see him there. And then Bruce like rolls in. Somebody asked if he's coming, and I said he's got a new baby. He ain't coming. Two seconds later, like, ain't that Bruce? He rolls in to get all the new daddy credit. That's what he rolled in for. <laughs> he got it. Everybody, uh, everybody was surprised to see him. Um, and I thought maybe he just came so he had an excuse to sneak a nap without his without his lady knowing. Mm. That's he what I would have done. The car the my daughter lodge. was an infant. Was like, I'm going to lodge, and then I go to lodge and be like, Hey guys, I desperately need y'all to leave me alone, and then hit the bench in the back. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> if she finds I, out, I just I came here to get an hour. Should I? Did that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not oh, sorry? No. no. There's a running joke at work. Like all the new dads in the engineering group, you'd find them out in their cars on their lunch break because they're like having lunch. They had lunch at their desk and then they would take their lunch hour, go nap in the car. Yeah. And they were all panicked. Somebody would see them and tell their wife that they had taken a nap because that seems to be a very touchy thing my wife would be telling me to go take a nap because i'd be too cranky if i didn't well i think it's the fact that you know misery loves company and your wife ain't sleeping so you ain't don't let her don't let her catch you sleeping yeah yeah i guess i, I uh, guess at the time of the new baby well yeah i yeah. guess i can see that um fortunately i uh i didn't have to do that because uh that's one of those blessings of the uh of the stay-at-home mom is you get to sleep a little bit more than everyone else, so yep. it's a blessing. I, I, I sometimes see that. I sometimes with our infant we'd get two hours at a stretch, which uh, yeah, that seems like a lot. 
That is. I fell asleep holding an infant in a rocking chair so many times. Bruce said you he know, got like, an hour an hour sleep the night before, so maybe that's how he got the got the go ahead to go to lodge. Because to be fair, the saving graces of working overnights with a new kid is I would arguably knock out at work because we were doing sentinel duty. So as long as you look like you were awake, you prop up against the wall with the M4. Oh right? yes, yes, I've done. I can sleep standing up. I Plenty of nights of guard duty standing up. Yep, yep. I know exactly how that works. Come up from work refreshed, and the wife is like, "What kind of mutant are you?" <laughs> the one that can sleep standing up right? with my eyes and open. wake with the approach of footsteps. Yeah, I mean, if you you get enough practice and you get tired enough, you anybody can do it. Right. You curl. You wear your hat down proper, down low, like you know, DI style, yep. and. Yep. No, you can afraid rest too. All you can see is this. If you're afraid rest. You can sleep. Oh yeah. Get your you get the stance right. Get your feet right. You can sleep at parade rest. Yep. Just put your arms under your cushion. You just lean them up against the wall there. Wow. Be done. So, do we want to do Masonic news or? Yeah, other well, the other thing oh, you got to go through the tom that you guys are doing down there in Yanktown. I'm telling you, I thought it was bad sometimes up here in Kanuckyville, but you guys in Yanktown and Blue Lodge are taking a taking a I'm, dump on it. I, even heard, I, didn't, I didn't read this yet. I haven't heard anything about this yet. So oh, oh my God, dude! Dude, it's it, it is a is especially it reading it the is, letters back and forth. Yes. It is it is a price. It, it, is all it sounds like five, it sounds like five year olds fighting over a candy bar. Odap said it first. No, actually, he spoken by the After Lodge podcast. It was not broken bad, but it was. That's right. This is the opinions of our own. This is my my opinion and my opinion only. It has nothing to reflect upon the After Lodge podcast or any of its recipients or participants. Thank you. This news was first broken. Random new account that posted it to the to the Freemasonry uh, subreddit, asking us me. asking us what we thought about it. Most and, worthful, it wasn't me. Yeah, no, it was a guy from New, from that state, from New, right. New Jersey, which none of us are from New Jersey. No, thank God. Yeah. Um, the place that gave birth to Snooky. That's no. And it's shaped like an armpit for a reason. And so, I have two quick questions, Chuck, and then I'll, I'll shut up because I want to hear you tell the story here. Because okay. one, because I want to calibrate my, my hungover mind here. Um, Good luck. Yeah. As 46 years into it, why not? Um, <laughs> E for effort. Um, is this more off the wall stupid than South Carolina and or Grand Encampment? It is South Carolina. No, Grand Encampment. Yes, it's it's definitely yeah. it's definitely stupid, but it's stupid in that. I'm not sure who the asshole is here. That's where I was getting. I think both, both. I mean, uh, I think so too. Here. Look, there's, there's a there's bit of diagram here. There is some overlap. I don't know yet. So, and again, since I'm not from this jurisdiction, however, John was at one point a Grand Line officer, an actual line officer for a Grand thump something or other. Me? Yeah. I. For some Sorry reason, about that, also apparently, <laughs> despite my best efforts. So, um, I will say some other things that, and I will fill in this story as I go. Um, so, apparently, then I don't know, it was like a week or two weeks, uh, <laughs> the Grand Master just 
fired the senior grand warden from New Jersey. Like, didn't didn't spend him, no trial. Just kind of said, "You're by my powers as grandmaster. You're no longer senior grand warden," which I didn't know you could do to an elected officer. First off, well, I, I, I Granny came and set the precedent, so now you can just the, uh, well, well no. keep in mind the powers that he he apparently has based off of their landmarks. Yeah, that's the thing. He essentially says he can do what he wants and nobody can say a word about it. Yeah. So again, that, that that's jurisdictional. That's jurisdictional. Now, so he did that. And the reason he did this, so this particular man ran for junior grad warden on the platform that the Grand Lodge of New Jersey was spending too much money sending guys to conferences and states and all this stuff. And was like really elected very heartily to that position. And of course, as we all know, you really can't change anything until you're the guy in charge. Yeah. So. True. He proceeded to then pretty much the past two years go to damn near nothing. Um, it was actually like documented extensively by the Grandmaster of New Jersey for why he did it, what he did. And. This guy made like damn, it was like some stupidly low number of anything, including like Zoom meetings and conference and committee meetings. And, you know, the things that typically even before COVID would happen as conference calls. And then he rebutted back with a bunch of letters that pretty much said, I demand you reinstate me. Nuh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, so, I, I will say that when you are appointed to a grand line, um, it is expect you, you are told there is expectations such as you have to inspect certain places, you have to go to certain events. But his argument was that those are verbal; they're they're not actually written down anywhere, right? Correct. He he said, you know what? There's nowhere that actually says I'm obligated to attend these things. So really, it's a it's a gentleman's obligation. This is something that we, as a group, do, and we kind of expect you to do if you're going to be in the group. No, it's the most concrete of Masonic obligations. It's the way it's always been. Well, I agree, and I'm not I'm not saying, but it's not written down. So he has an argument because I'm I'm just playing this out here. He has an argument to say, in a sense, it isn't written down anywhere. But obviously, you know, if you get into that position, it's going to be expected of you because that is what's done. So, and, and now wait, my, I mean, and you said he's saying that he, this was being paid for previously by the Grand Lodge, like all their travel and shit, or is that on their own dime? That is what they are claiming, or at least subsidized. I again, not member of this jurisdiction. So right. I don't know that for sure. And spend that way. Now, I will say, things were explained to me before I got in the line what I expect to do as I progress. Mm -hmm. And there were some caveats to that just based on some other things that happened recently where I'm kind of like, Hey, I didn't realize that I was going to pretty much hop a chair top two years, you know, knock two years off of my time and I'm not prepared for this. So you guys are cool with this, right? That I can't make this stuff because I've already made vacation plans and, you know, tentative, being master next year and they were all like yeah no we get it with you like we're not we're not worried about that because you know 
you got weekends with kids and all that stuff. So you have to figure things out. Like we're not going to hold that against you, but it's more along the lines of like if you can't make a <coughs> ball and you're not making your committee meetings and you're not visiting other lodges, like you're required to even in your own region, your own region, I can see for sure. Like you have to. start to get a little weird. Um, so again, I don't know who's at fault and what's going on, but it's because if you read all the letters and back and forth, the grandmaster lays out a compelling case, especially with like he all does the junior officers behind him and all these people going like, dude, like this was mentioned gonna, to you before. Are you are you just wanting to wear the collar and the apron, or are you actually going to do the job? And that I noticed. Yeah. If you have junior officers like going like questioning your actions, yeah, like yeah, what are you doing? My thoughts: If there's that many people, like I'm more alarmed at a grand jurisdiction that has the practice of empowering the grand master to just carte blanche remove a an elected grand line official. Without any kind of trial or process, well, but, Hugo, but hold on. there's another trial or process that same guy. But there's another trial or process that same grandmaster seems to have overlooked in this whole situation too, which is, well, I think, the whole reason this came up, well, because something like, happened with this with this gentleman, and then he's he's complaining that it wasn't handled right. So he acts like an idiot and goes on social media and starts calling people out like a moron, which is just bad comment in well, my opinion maybe, anyway. But but to, oh, his, wait, wait. to his credit. We're all talking about it. Oh, I agree. Well, I, I, mind, I this think. is the same grandmaster that, that January just just decided that the entire Grand Line of, uh, of of New Jersey was going to serve an extra term due to yeah. COVID. So this is the kind of thing where I start to get itchy is when you have grandmasters that that are removing elected Grand Line officials, postponing elections. Yeah, decreeing mm. things that should be done in grand assembly or with with th there's processes and constitution yeah. for like whenever I hear something like this, I have antenna that shoot up and I start getting rashes where I'm like, this is this is bad. <laughs> even, even if this is 100 percent legit and like this guy needs to be removed or or the election thing, you know, that it's a perfectly reasonable thing to do to extend everyone's term another year. But when you when it's done in this way, and there's so many things that happen across the United States that that I follow, where where grandmasters do do these things, I guess it's a, a case of doing the right thing in the wrong way. And well, so it, it makes me break the action is justified, but it should be done in due process. It, it also falls under these grandmasters have this authority because their jurisdictions gave it to them. At some point, yeah. At some point, um, these, you know, I know, you know, I know there's some uh, some people say that the grandmaster is law, but I've also, as we saw, in, you've got grandmasters uh, that said that too. They're not grandmasters anymore. But, but but yeah, but at the some at some point, you also we saw what happened in South Carolina earlier this year. We've seen it in jurisdictions from time to time. We are seeing it with. Some stuff with Grand Encampment where the actual 
lodges themselves kind of go, mm-hmm. no. And when the craft votes, you know, they can absolutely, I mean, I've watched it happen. They can, you know, if the craft gets mad enough about something, they can absolutely vote and be like, your line is flushed. You're all gone. Bye. Yeah, yeah, but this this is a thing we get into. There's this human tendency in institutions where we get lazy, and so we devolve responsibility to save hassle, and then it bites us in the ass later. We do this yep. with our government. Like that's why Congress was screaming and crying about our President Trump, and it's like, well, you know, your organization abdicated all of this stuff over 50 years, and and. People were screaming, hey, one day there's going to be someone crazy that that you just handed the keys to the car to. It's your job. Grand Lodges seem to want to do it, too, where it's like, well, this is this is too much hassle. We got to find people. You got to keep minutes. You got to do all this this process stuff. We don't need to do that. We trust our grandmaster or we trust whatever nonprofit works until you get someone that's bored. Yeah. 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 And there's a reason we make bylaws and processes and we jump through these hoops because they are redundant and dumb 99% of the time, but you do it for that 1% of the idiot or the person that doesn't think things through. Yeah. Or it's a backup for that guy. Like the worst thing, the only thing worse than a lunatic in an elected office is a smart lunatic in an elected office who can win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I said, this is still playing out. So, but it's, it's, it's definitely strange because I mean, if I was voting for somebody to say go up to be deputy grandmaster, and I found out that he never goes anywhere or attends anything or does anything, I'm He's not, not voting you that enough more. Yeah, I don't know. The Masonic libertarian in me is getting kind of excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I like the so he makes the argument of hey, Grand Lodge is best, which governs least. <laughs> he makes the argument of hey, you know, I, this was a this was a verbal agreement that I do these things and a gentleman's agreement. And I didn't essentially, I didn't essentially sign anything or didn't get it in writing. Yeah. There's a, like three other of those kind of things that you don't get in writing that you take verbally uh, in front of a room full of uh, master masons. Also, you, you're you also still have a thing the going because I said so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, that is the one thing that our craft can do is, well, I don't want to do this. You're going to do it because I f- said so. Yeah, I mean, with as much power as the Grandmaster seems to have, if yeah. he says so, you should probably do it. That's yeah. it, too, right? Yeah. To be I fair, mean, but Jersey should have done the whole... The Grandmaster Jersey should have said, basically, I urged him to do this. He didn't do it. We're going to have a trial. It's going to last about from me to this door in length of time. And But then uh, he had the trial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, it, how short of a due process it is, it would still be due process. Yeah. That, that, you know what I mean? Case, you still have to have a case. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, and, and again, that's only because it's an elected position. If this was an appointed position, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, you're fired. You're yeah, fired. No, he's been elected by the body of the craft, so he has to have his, his due process, and due diligence has to be done. Right. And even if it's already written and dropped right at your feet, you still have to like open it because he so, still deserves that process regardless, well, and, regardless you know, of what happened. He deserves him, that process. It's, it's the grand craft that elected him. 
That deserves it. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, exposed. if you're the grand senior deacon and the grand master doesn't like the flannel pants you wore on Tuesday, tough. You're out. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, That's, true. Um, but it's because you know a, a grand warden has a has a mandate of you know the lodge delegates put him there. So it, it, it I, I this is the. I think I'm just this type of person. That's how I ended up doing so much underpaid criminal defense work is I get really fixated on the ends don't justify the means. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like I can also, you know, I could say, okay, he's going to remove him from, from office, but to forbid him to run uh, for deputy grand at their next election. Could, just can you like, do that? Yeah, apparently. That's yeah, one of the things he's, he did. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. But he give he told him he is allowed to to refer to himself as a past grand uh, senior warden, and, and he also is not been suspended from masonry. Yeah, just been yanked out of his chair. <laughs> but and... if you can order that someone can't run for your seat next term, that's that's I, what is that even? I, all of a sudden, I want to read New Jersey's Constitution. Yeah. I'm trying to do so because I'm afraid I'm going to shit my brain and pass out. That's, that's <laughs> almost like an impeachment. Uh, if somebody yeah. were to leak, leak that document to Sir John or... Well, I mean, again, um, this is... Yeah. So we, we yeah. Any of our five listeners that has that, send that to Harlan or I because that would be a fun analysis. Be, because the thing is, that when you read the Grandmaster letter, the way it's laid out, that went through the Jurisprudence Committee. Yeah. There is no the letter way, that went to him to remove him. There is no way that that just got written up and he just like f you, you're out. Well, there's multiple however. signatures on it, right? Yeah, yeah, he had multiple signatures. Like this yeah. had gone through like that, whatever, however they, they it had gone through a process, a process up to and it, almost like I would say like a grand jury indictment or something. Like where they but just still like, no trial though. There's no trial yet. It, it, yeah, and like, and again it. it, it and again, gentleman's agreement, blah, blah, blah. You know what you're supposed to do in that position. And again, if you can't make the Zoom calls and you can't make certain meetings that you're like, hey, in two years of me running this body, like this entire state, you can't just sit there like in your bedroom with a collar on and paper <laughs> and nothing else. Well, I think. Is if you're going to become the Grand Master, if you go to a lodge and nobody in that lodge can recognize you, that's a sign there's a big problem. You're probably also not likely to become Grand Master. You, you'll yeah. eventually lose due to popularity. Well, <laughs> you'll think, but there's so many Grand Lines that just keep pushing the grist mill forward. Oh, well, yeah, that's true, too. That is... Uh, yeah. Well, again, if the, you know, he said they they said he was elected like some stupid ratio to be a junior grand warden because he wanted to rein in the finances and and you know stop all this waste and what he says is a waste of time or whatever. And I'm like, hey, that's great, but until you're the grand master, you can't do any of that. Like, at least not without the grand master's permission. But yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you can make an argument to him, and he can be like, duly noted. We're now going to conference the Grandmaster of North America because I'm the Grandmaster and I yeah. kind of have to go to that one. Mm -hmm. Take it up the chain. 
and I'm taking you there so you can meet your counterparts <laughs> around the country yeah. because that's also important. Mm -hmm. I've got an extra piece of... Yeah, and a lot of Grand Lodges I know and a lot of Grand Bodies have a travel stipend or will specifically have a line item. Like Grand Commandery of Minnesota, we've got a specific line item for traveling to Triennial every three years. Yeah, we reimburse. For there's there's some there's accounts. some allowances in there. Yeah, um, it doesn't cover anywhere close to all the travel these these guys typically do. Are but supposed to do. They're supposed to do, and some and in my jurisdiction, a lot of guys don't even take it. No. So. Why? Because like, in your jurisdiction, they can lean out the window and yell, and the the guys are the there. No, but but if you want, but if you're gonna travel to the other states. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but there's still a lot of guys who just kind of go. You know, eh, whatever. Like, just weird. Like this whole thing. Like, out of all the other things we've talked about on this show, like when jurisdictions do things that are kind, like this one is is very much. Uh, hmm. Well, for me that is because okay. So he, just to throw this out there, here if you're in the grand, number one. I'm 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 not a hundred percent sure on this, but I'd say even in the shortest time, Mason, I am ninety percent sure that your worshipful or your grand cannot just arbitrarily remove any elected official. Any I, again, almost hundred percent sure that can't be done. That and then so in my jurisdiction, it can't be done without a trial. But again, right, I don't know right. what I don't know what their what New Jersey gives the pet merchant gives to the grand master because there are some states. Where the grandmaster like has a lot of restraints on it, but also here though, if you're in the Grand Line, you're not obligated to visit anywhere outside of our province because there is no travel allowances or stuff. You're, it's all on your own dime, but you're not obligated to visit anywhere. You can, but right, but they make they make they walk their beat. They travel their province, and also, yeah, you do like, travel, oh, and, and there is a requirement there. But if you read what is laid out, like this guy's not even getting on phone calls. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, that that costs literally. That's nothing. not even. As I was to say, that's not even a precedence of saving the saving the the, the yeah. grand money. Yeah. No, and it, it's it's happened over multiple years with. And as I said, if you have guys below you in line going, dude, where were you on this phone call? And you just kind of give like, shoulders type thing. You shrug. Guys are going to kind of be like, uh, and if you get multiple warnings, like because again, at that point, and I'm just gonna now be talking out of my own ass here, is that do you do you want to do the work that these positions require? Which, by the way, is a lot of work. Or do you just want the fancy collar and the fancy apron and the fancy title? Because, like, when you read the amount of things that he actually did, it boils down to like under ten percent. It was thirty-eight percent of the meetings for their charitable something, and that's just that particular thing. So you really start to wonder how many other little things he was actually doing. Yeah. So those. Well, the other part is too, like, you realize. Like, when you multiply percentage, you know, they keep getting smaller. Mm -hmm. And he was publicly disrespectful to the other people in the Grand Line. 
Yeah, by when that's... he goes to events, not sitting with them and not sitting at their table and saying he won't sit at their table. I mean, that's a bit much too. I, and I don't know if that was before the incident that sparked the social media issues or if it was after, but regardless of when, that's a public slap in the face, which has no, which has no, you know, in yeah, my yeah, opinion, no. has there no are, place. There are right. ways that grant Again, it comes down to kind of what Harlan said the other week or before about public niceties and certain public um, things we keep in place. And, 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 and anyway, yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, if he was, like, sitting with, like, his lodge or his district, no one from his grand lodge would have cared. They'd be like, I mean, they would have been like, hey, maybe you should sit with guys from the other districts so they can get to know you better. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but if, you know, I mean, typically, like, in my state, like, those, we try, those guys, they try to sit and, and, you know, until they're actually like the, like one of the top three guys, like they go to different places and just kind of sit so they can, you know, talk to different people every year. Mm-hmm. Well, while I don't agree necessarily with how he means it, I think I fully agree with Brother Hodap's words of social media is going to kill us. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our, our monkey yeah. friends are too stupid to have the constant dopamine drip of mass stupidity. Oh, I was just talking about the fraternity specifically. Yeah, I mean, civilization's doomed. Social media is, we're all, we're all hosed. But. Civilization's doomed, and masonry's the canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a better way of putting it. <laughs> It just sucks. <laughs> the world's most ancient and venerable stable institution is is showing the signs of the cracks of society because yeah. of social media. Yeah. When we die when we die, you know, something real bad is gonna happen. Yeah. The last bastion. Like we're all gonna move into the metaverse and sing kumbaya and be rich. Oh together. my god, the metaverse. No, that, I, well, every time I see that commercial and I hear it with a sound on, like I'm like, oh, this is called acid in a uh, art house commercial. Like this is this this whole commercial is just drugs. There, there's a commercial. I was saying, wait, what? Yeah, it's got like a tiger eating wildebeest, and they're kind of dancing around, and I'm like, oh, it's called drugs. The commercial. Huh. Wow. Uh, again, glad I don't have TV. Yeah, I, I've completely missed this one. Me yeah, too. Me too. No broadcast television. I, I went to see the Ghostbusters uh, last... Uh, last. Uh, oh, how was it? Uh, amazing. Uh, oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, it, there's a mid-credit scene and an end-end credit scene, so that's important. Um, oh. But it, it's uh, it's really good, and they had this commercial up there, and I'm like... I mean, my friends were like, I was like, like what the fuck? It was like for meta, the new Facebook thing, and I'm like, oh, that's just called Drugs, the commercial. It's like you could drop oh, yeah. freaking, you know, in art gallery. It is the social drug. Yeah. It's going to be the end of us all. I mean, the, oh, it's a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm stuck on social media every single day. I know how bad it is for me, and I'm still on it. I am too, because somebody's got to steer this shit box of a Facebook page we've got, and Jeff doesn't have the time to be on constantly so i'm actually i'm in my, I'm in my third facebook year more often than i should so, be same here but it's like you handle the 
I have to lodge Facebook so well that I'm just like, eh, I don't really worry about that one. I need to touch it. <laughs> I pop in, read the comments, you know, just kind of follow it as a uh, as a fan more than more than an admin. Yeah, thankfully I've only ever had to like block two people from our our Facebook team. So <laughs> oh, I wasn't was one of them, Tony. No, no, one of them's the guy that's like goes on every Masonic page he can and raises hell. Um, you'll recognize his picture because he's like. 70 years old with a like a 50 year old mail order Malaysian wife because that's his profile pic. Um, yeah, Schnobeline Schnobeline was on our Facebook, <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> he kind of looked like Schnobes. Um, and like the, the equivalency no, of currently enamored with Midnight Mass on Netflix. So, oh, that was a good show, it's amazing. You guys should watch yeah. it, yeah, that was a good like show. It. I gotta yeah. check that out. I've been meaning to. Oh, it's it's definitely creepy enough to me. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Very good. Hmm. Um, Thanks, what did I? Oh, I did watch. The, what'd you say now? Uh no. Yeah. Uh, we, Jeff, we, yeah. Jeff background conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check slack. Derp. On my Derp. part. Time to go, King of No Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No thanks. So that's Tony. That's Tony. He's the no shirt man. I am not that fat, gentlemen. Oh, oh but you are that. That was hairy. That's, uh, uh, wow, that's like that's a, a lot there, Chuck. That's a whole lot of skin and a whole lot of hair. More than hair needed to see. You want to see more? You got to pay. Hit up the only. <laughs> that's his OnlyFans. Hit up my that's like my kids catch that with the two like Velcro big pads and the Velcro ball. That to be was fair, good. my shirts actually do occasionally get stuck to my belly. Chuck, Chuck dancing in only his fez. Do the truffle shuffle. Do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> nah, you got to pay for that. That's the only fans. Mm-hmm. And Very the Patreon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Your own triple X site. I, I think the way I'm going, go, is, uh, I'm going is at least 4x at this point. Triple O. Oh. 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 That's a whole lot of yucky. You're welcome. Oh. Thanks for joining us. Hodge, come I think I'm going to vomit. Gosh, you're sitting there silently vomiting. I felt just. Oh. You're just trying to talk, and it's just kind of seeping out. Yeah. <laughs> You're so disgusted, you can't stop it. But it's like a bad day at rehab, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like Bruce's sewer line is just just leaking out brown goo. I have found out that chicken milk and peach whiskey is quite tasty. You should talk about chicken milk now. Chicken milk. Chicken milk. You got eggnog and peach whiskey. Yeah, eggnog and Crown Royal peach whiskey is actually it's quite tasty. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to say my headache from last night's bender is finally gone away because I finally got back into my cups. So, <laughs> liquor is its own cure, kids. Remember that. Oh, during our little hiatus too, I did a little bit of work um, laying turf for the first time in my life. By the oh, way, I thought you were going to say you built a four four port compression bomb. Laying turf sounds so filthy. Like we need to save that for the after lodge only fans. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the Canadian <laughs> laying turf. <laughs> it's 
it's an interesting process. Mm -hmm. fellas. I, I learned something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -mm. yep. I, I had to put down sod with my old man when I was like five to 10, because he had his own landscaping company and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I, These I, things are huge. Like roll out and, and then, you know, like if you're, have you ever played or walked on turf and you walk along and all that black stuff comes up like the little black beads. Well, that's the turf's not on top of the black stuff. The the I, bottom the, the turf is like long longer things than you think, and all that's laid down on top and like brushed into it. Yeah, those are all bits of old tires, is what. Yeah, are. like and sand, bits of tires and sand. Yeah. But it's not yeah. it's not like the turf is lying on. It's not that the turf is lying on top of that. The turf is put down. That's put on top, and then the turf is like fluffed up, and it falls down inside the fibers of the turf. So, so were you like, the turf fluffer? No, I was the turf puller and layer and yanker and dragger. <laughs> I did not operate the sewing machine. Come follow I us not, on the uh, OnlyFans account. At, I did not sew you know, the seams together. John, you could put that together and probably cover all of our costs with a couple of Australian customers and... Apparently, I I haven't heard from other than our uh, homeboy Gareth. He's the only guy from Australia I hear from now. Um, other than one of our bishops, if I screw up at the AJC. Uh, oh. Your your fans have moved on. Uh, apparently, well, I mean, I would too. I've seen me in the mirror. It's I don't age well. And to be fair, we haven't had shows posted in quite a while, so they're probably getting bored. Need something <laughs> else to fat too. I mean, they have to go to the Facebook page and watch it. That's the only way to see it. <laughs> well, if Harlan would like, well, it, Harlan. if Harlan would stop being the bottleneck and teach one of us how to run this ah. when he's not here. Okay. Is there, is there anybody who's willing to do this and also I, take a pledge? So not John, cause John will edit stuff in instead <laughs> of cutting stuff out. Best shows ever. <laughs> uh, He'll just take sound bites and clip them in there. Oh, yeah, It'll be, I'll, I'll put in like the five second clip so we don't like break trademark. Yeah, all of the stuff I've cut out over the past like five years will just find its way randomly back into. So that means that no, 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 I'm glad you're finally with the program, Harlan. We'll know what part of Pennsylvania we're actually in. <laughs> no, I'll make sure that doesn't happen. No, I no no I would never do Everybody that. Nobody would, would think you live in a chicken coop in my backyard. I don't dox you. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no one's nothing's alive in your backyard right now, anyway. Because when I was griping about it being 16 degrees, I was checking the weather forecast. I'm like, oh, it's two where John is. I guess. Oh, I'll by the way, we all know that technically the After Lodge podcast is not from Western Pennsylvania, it's actually from Middle Pennsylvania because these guys are from Centralia, Pennsylvania. Centralia. That's that's the town that no longer exists because of coal fires and burning under. Oh, that's the one that's constantly on fire. Oh, that so, one. Yeah. I've seen it, Doc. I've seen that. Yeah. Places and it's still burning to this day. Pansies. In fact, I'm master of Centralia Lodge, so you better yeah. watch your P's and Q's. Yeah. Just so you guys know, there's no zip code for Centralia anymore. It's not even on the map. You're not allowed to there. go there. The United States government has said it's no longer a place. And they wonder why it was the inspiration for Silent Hill. Speaking of really bad places that you really don't want to travel to, um, I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana on the second weekend of uh, March. Why? Why the hell? Why? Because <laughs> I understand the why comments because even I said this. 
Um, is he going, but, you going to kill yourself? Or he's you going to go get baptized in the Wabash River? No, you're going to go I mean, kill yourself. Go to Sweden. They have suicide pods now. Well, oh, you know, no, go to go to go to China and go to the, the or Japan and go to the forest where he kills himself. I wanted to go somewhere depressing to kill myself, but all the flights to Cleveland were booked, so I had to go to the neighboring state. Um, Ohio. Sorry, guys. I'm a Lions fan. I've seen the Browns. Yeah, too bad. No, I. Uh, so the when Triennial comes, the the call the conclave has been successfully adopted, and that's they're going to do it at our. At Grand Encampment's East Central Department Conference, conference, which happens to be like March 11th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, so myself and another one of my best friends, um, who's actually an AD in our state, area deputy for Grand Lodge, um, we're flying out there. We don't have votes, but we're showing up with liquor and popcorn to sit in the back and heckle. Um, nice. We've literally bought our plane tickets and have our hotel rooms. So you're going. Yeah, because our, our thought was, one, this is an amazing thing that we'll never see again in Templary, hopefully. And two, we have an opportunity to be not responsible for anything at a hotel with a bar. Yahtzee. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're leaving our wives and kids behind for the weekend and drinking in a different state while laughing at people that make bad decisions. If you guys do not do the Muppets impression of Walter from Stable, you have failed. I think that might have to happen. Um, yeah. Like you guys like, should actually like do the makeup to go in there like that. Oh yeah. We should actually, we should bust out our taxi. Our taxi doesn't go out there, go in there like uh, Statler and Waldorf. And I guess I'll have to be Waldorf because I have less hair than Clint does, but you know, I'll take what I can get. Shave it off. See if it'll grow back. Take the risk, John. God take the that. risk. God knows I've done it before. We've seen it. Throw those craps. Hey, just throw There's the dice. No hope it grows back. Yet. I will accept <laughs> it if you're tall enough to notice. Because I'm afraid if I try to shave it, it will. I, I'm, I'm done and I'm set that way. You'd be pretty tall to be tall enough to notice against you, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, but every now and then I'm down. So six, seven. Do you want, do six, seven. Do okay, well, yeah, you'd be really tall to see on you. Jeff still has hair as it cushions the satellite blows as they're going around in orbit. <laughs> and the only reason they come close to his head is because he's like seven foot tall and like 500 pounds and built like a refrigerator so if his gravitational pull would stop pulling in the satellites to his head that is in the stratosphere they have to compensate for his gravitational pull when they think of orbits yeah that's, that's scary i mean jeff jeff was had the genetic you know lottery and height and size and mine just happened to be length and girth so i mean he got his he got his thumbs up and i got mine <coughs> love you too oh. brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a that's cool. yourself, Joe. With one leg meanwhile the next time we shoot a live session all you're gonna see is jeff in the back of the uh el dorado studio with me by the ankles going never 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 with one leg because that way she can't at least run away from you that's yeah oh, no i mean just goes in circles yeah no that's i've, I've threatened to play hide the foot on my one-legged wife a few times and she gets told me she's gonna hide the foot too and it's gonna be right in my ass i'm yeah. not comfortable with this <laughs> See, uh, see, this is another reason why John has to do the editing. Harlan would have just cut this whole thing out. John, he'll leave it in. 
Oh, I'd leave every. I, I, look, uh, it's gold. It's look. Yeah, it's hey, great Olympics. until I'm getting I'm getting subpoenas for clips for your divorce. I, I don't want I don't want no parts of this. Harlan, Harlan, Harlan. <laughs> listen, listen. My wife has no interest in putting X in front of husband. She has no problem putting late in front of husband. So oh. there's not going to be okay. a divorce. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you I'm still getting subpoenaed, and I don't want it. The murder one trial. That's a little more publicity. At least you'd be, you know. For being divorced. Woo. Well, the, the only problem, Jamie, is we would get the publicity and then Harlan would actually have to get his shit together and put out es- episodes because the, you know. There'd be a real following for the show then. Ooh. A dead ex-host. Oh, yeah. <laughs> finally, finally, the After Lodge podcast would actually get some fanfare. We got to get John oh, killed. Know. All right. Let's, let's see how we can get John. I, mean, I, I could just leak what I have and say we got hacked. Uh, we'd be on all the take off. We just gotta kill John. We'd be on all. <laughs> the, we'd be on all the conspiracy. Uh, the murder. Pods. The uh, the seventy third degree Masons were all executed because ninety eighth degree Masons were scared of their rising yeah. power. Seriously, David, I could be jerking off in a Taco Bell drive through. <laughs> oh, well, why wouldn't you? Minnesota man publishes unedited Masonic podcast and. Disappears shortly thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> what the craft protects their own. Hide? I'm almost, I'm almost willing to go hiding in, into hiding for like two months just to see if that, that headline can get out there. Could it be? That'd be awesome. I'll go hide in my ca- my cabin for two months and just wait for it. <laughs> I, I can't bite my hair up, but aliens. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so. Did, Harlan, didn't you have some good show fodder too? No. Did I? And so they had show fodder. Well, I mean, you know, the stuff about Andrew coming and busting my balls, but. Uh, uh, and then my inability here. to order networking equipment for our lodge for anything that resembles a reasonable price because what the hell, everyone on the internet? <laughs> well, oh, oh. oh, as I said before the show. I managed to score. My son wanted a Skeletor. Mm. They've recreated some of the toys. They are they're slightly a little better than we, we had in the eighties, as in they have more joints in the arms. Um, because of the new He Man show on Netflix, everyone should watch it. The second half is amazing and makes up for anything you were angry about in the first half because you're stupid. Agreed. Funny, I, I, ever since that show came out, Jamie's got more joints in his fingers. Eh, ooh. And. Sorry, that was the best lineup I could throw out there. Like, he didn't care about He-Man. Didn't care about he wanted a Skeletor. And I've been trying to find one. And I've been avoiding stores because there's nothing in them to buy. Mm-hmm. So, online, <laughs> Skeletor was going for, like, and they're between $50 and $200. For the, and I refuse to do that. I, I, I'm not paying scalpers. I refuse. They can f*** off and die. I'm in Target. I got my five scalpels are capitalists. I'm just walking around and mm. I see Skeletor. And I was like, and it was $20. But I'm like, that is the sticker price. And it's Christmas. There we go. So I scored a Skeletor. That's a big time score. And like, my kids have never specifically asked me like for anything specific. For Christmas, it's like this kind of like, well, I kind of want like some art stuff or toys or dolls. Like, 
He went Skeletor. So by God, I managed to score him a Skeletor. And this is like, he is my youngest of three. He's six. And this is like my greatest Christmas triumph ever. Because there is no. He won't even understand how much of a triumph of it is. There is. He doesn't understand how hard it is to get shit. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, I've, you know, I have a friend who works for a, a major toy company. And she gets like really great deals, and pretty much she's like, uh, "Yeah, like I can't get you anything to guarantee it's going to be here by Christmas." So, obviously, no, I'm not going <clears> to. <throat> I'm going to blame Harlan for, but I'm going to let I'm going to I'm going to let that go. And his people, or him in that, general, his people for their holiday that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We we cleaned out all the toys. Yeah. I can personally those... attest to that on the account of uh yeah, my kids. For those eight crazy nights? Yeah. So we had all the we had eight days of presents lined out down here in my office because it just seemed to be the safe place to keep them. And so every time I'd sit down at my desk, I was looking at oh yeah, that's that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> eight days is a long time. Harlan, I just have one question. Especially as a guy who's going into seminary and will now have to take at least two semesters worth of Old Testament, so I'll, you know. By the way, are you expecting to catch fire when you walk in there? Well, I mean, yeah. The righteousness, it burns, it burns. <laughs> oh, my God. This is horrible. Um, so, Harlan, see or no see? So, it's fun. I uh, <laughs> I was just having this chat with my son while I was taking him to school this morning. Um, it doesn't matter. Different languages have sounds that other languages don't have. And Hanukkah begins with the Hebrew het, which makes the sound. And there, there's no English letter for that. So no, because it's not an English sound. So just- I was blowing his mind because I was explaining that Hebrew doesn't have a J. I, I would say was like, blue season, English has that sound. <laughs> English people make that sound. The English language doesn't yeah. make use of it. It's uh, not codified. It's just kind yeah. of accepted. Have you ever been around a teenage girl? <clears throat> Spoken like a true father. Thankfully, no. Um, although Wait. I'm sure my time is coming. And <laughs> and she is ten, going on sixteen. Yeah. She's not a visco girl with scrunchies on her arms and oversized t-shirts going and making stupid noises. No, she's a 10-year-old girl. Oh, you poor bastard. I know. I know. I know. I recommend pheasant loads because they just won't go through other walls, but they will definitely, you know, pepper the ass. I was was thinking 20-gauge. Yeah, yeah, go small, 410. I mean, yeah. yeah. You can get beanbag grounds and a lot of stuff. That's just fun for watching them limp away. Yeah, yeah. You can get beanbag. Yeah, you can get beanbag rice for, beanbag for 12 gauge. Easy. <laughs> I got a bunch of rubber ball rounds for mine. So that'll be fun if I ever have to do that. Because I'll be like, bang. Ah, stop shooting me. No, this is great. Bang. Woo. <laughs> Still hurt like a mother. I think it's got some awesome velocity. 
<laughs> Some awful velocity to that thing, even though it's not overly heavy. Like, man, these are non-lethal. I can just keep shooting you at will. Awesome. <laughs> I think they're non-lethal when used as intended. If you rapid fire pelt someone over and over and over with them, I think they become lethal. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like being stoned to death, isn't it, John? John, I think that's <laughs> point. No, actually, Jamie, think of stoned to death. I think we go like bust out my old paintball gun, but I'm just going to keep the balls in the fridge. Oh, uh, don't be that guy. I just remember, Jamie was knocked off of his donkey with rocks. He wasn't stoned off his ass. Yeah, I think I just I, look. I've been stopped by people who kept paintballs like in their fridge. Like, yes, there people put them in the freezer. We always, yeah. there was always that one asshole. Yeah, but the freezer they'd swell up a lot. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the freezer, yeah. freezer, a lot of them break. So, but the fridge, yeah. it and they still break. They just hurt. They just break oh, everything because it just the, the, the fluid is a lot, a lot less viscous. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being like milk, it's more like semen. Right. It's, it's like being with a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gun, I haven't, I haven't, my gun is downstairs all in pieces. I took it all apart and oiled it up and put it away, and I haven't used it in years. You know, to be fair, really? all of your guns are downstairs. Well, you're in Canada, so I imagine that's like a blunderbuss, so you got the big bell end on it, and you got to pour in the... <laughs> you just pour ten balls in at the end and fire them all at once. <laughs> it's like a scattered cannon. You see the muzzle on this thing, it's like this, I can almost hit my head in it. <laughs> All I can picture is like the, the the lamp at the side of the bed on uh, uh, the John Candy movie where they're camping. Great outdoors. <laughs> you, you can't tell me that one paintball can deal with one of them deuces. You need to you need to do a fifty paintball shot. It, it, it's, oh it's no, it's the... artillery to get no, no, a paintball being used mad. Yeah, like it's like. You know, like, he thinks you're sending him for a spa day. He's just mudding him up like, a little bit. <laughs> like, you can do it. It doesn't do anything for you. I've been trying to find an appropriate possum response that wouldn't traumatize my children. Paintball would work. I should paintball the possum. Or just airsoft. Even. Harlan, just get a 22, yeah. get a 22 pump action pellet rifle. You can buy it at Walmart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, get, no, get near. Jamie's right. Get an airsoft. You know what? A possum's. You want to keep them around. They're very handy. They're just, they look scary. They're fine, but just get an airsoft right one. kill rodents, though, don't they? I got snakes yes. for that. Well, and, not in the wintertime, I guess. And ticks and spiders. Harlan, spiders. They kill spiders. Harlan, just call. I got bats for that. Harlan, aren't you Bats kill mosquitoes. Wait, are yeah. you going over for Christmas? And, like, isn't he going to bring another fresh plague for you? Oh, he might, right. Another round of uh, Passover Jumanji coming up this spring. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to deal with the possum. He might bring me a orangutan. <laughs> Fire in the ho, ho, ho. Get the orangutans out here to take care of stuff. That's, uh, that'll work as I'm sitting oh. there. Sitting there doing the doing the uh, Seder story and and something flings poo at my large window and uh, <laughs> okay for the love of God make sure you put the mark up your front door this Passover because I'm pretty sure they're coming for the last plague this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole pandemic thing the past couple of years we haven't uh, we haven't had 
haven't had Tony's family over for anything and knock on wood, I, I haven't haven't had any new invasive species. Oh, I do have something else for the show. It's absolutely <laughs> stupid. So, so stupid that's right Yeah, well, so outside of Harlan, everyone here has a Christmas tree. Right? Yeah. yeah. In a couple days. Okay. Mine's a Christmas tree. I bought these LED lights off of Amazon that change colors. They're very mm-hmm. nice. But there's no plug on the other end. Thankfully, I ordered a 12-foot strand. They sent me a 35. Yeah. So I have a giant ball of things at the bottom. However, I bought an LED star. It's a nice star. I like what it does. It's yellow and six points? It has. <laughs> Sorry, Harlan. I couldn't stop myself. Thankfully, it has a 10-foot cord on it. <laughs> At the end, I do not have a plug. I have a USB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. I had to gra- find... Thank God I had a spare phone charger. Otherwise, I don't know... I people, guys are like, well, obviously that's made in China. Nah, 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 nah. This is made in some other weird-ass country. Like, this is not a... like. No, everything like that I've got off of Amazon for the past couple of years comes with, with the USB for power. And- yeah, yeah. Mine, the one that I just got came with it, though. And I'm just like, it, well, the thing is, it didn't come with like an adapter to plug it in. It's just a USB. I'm like. Yeah. No, I bought I bought a, a most recently I got a little reading lamp for my daughter to attach to her bed. And at the end of it's just a USB-A. No. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I bought my son a little desktop Christmas tree that, uh, like, all over the box, it talks about you know USB, but it, you know you can plug it into a wall with a, you know, with essentially a phone charger, and said it was included, and no, it's just the USB. oh no no, this thing just never mentioned the USB. Nope. It just like it I was couldn't... not in the thing at all. Like I looked after it showed up, I'm like did I order something weird? I recommend going ahead and ordering a box of those USB-A to 120 adapters. That's what we do. Yeah. We just got a box of them. There's like 20 of them, and we just keep it in the pantry now. Oh, no, I have like five five of these just laying around the house because from their various phones. It's not a big deal. It's just more of one lines of I'm like this. I was expecting. Grumpy old man who doesn't like change. I was expecting. Look, man. Same thing. Forever. Mm. There's a there's another plug at the end. You plug that in and it keeps going. You make a strand and then you pull the star at the end. And you keep I going don't... until the breaker blows. Exactly. I got my power bill for like, I looked at my electricity bill for like October. That stupid inflatable ghost I had out front of my house for like two weeks cost me 20 bucks. In electricity. <laughs> All I can think my, of my is freaking, my freaking Christmas vacation. Heater, it looks like a fireplace insert. My fireplace insert space heater that I run like in my living room cost me five. And I'm like, you guys have such cheap electricity too. We have uh, oh, where, where I'm at. Look, because I have a oh, yeah, we, we, we're burning coal can, in an entire city. Yeah, I I, I routinely get a I, I routinely get like wellness checks from my electricity company to make sure that like I'm not dead. Wow. I, I we have the where I'm at, we have the highest electricity rate per kilowatt in the country. 
Yeah, but we produce we produce enough wind energy here that leaves PEI to power PEI fifty times over. We power so much in the mainland from our wind energy, yet we yeah, then, we sell it to them it, and then buy it back from them. How much did it cost to erect those windmills out in the middle of nowhere? Someone had to haul all that stuff out there. And those things ain't small. No. They, they had the oh no, they drove so many of them by my house where I used to live. Interesting. When they were now. building them, they drove them by my house. Yeah. So many pieces. Oh, they're huge. Huge. But, but, but the amount of money it costs to build an electric plant that burns all the coal you were just talking about isn't cheap either. Well, that depends on how many safety and environmental standards you want to cut corners on in the process of building it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and there are times like this I'm glad I live in the blue state. Yeah. Our from nuclear from nuclear. Yeah, until you but until you get your nine to twelve cent per kilowatt hour electricity statement, you, you almost eighteen fully cents appreciate the uh the cost cutting measures that we do out here. I'm, I'm, we're at we're at almost eighteen cents per fact, kilowatt hour. I think our town might be one of those places in the world where it's still profitable to try to mine Bitcoin. I doubt wow. we're getting close to China levels with the cost of electricity out here. To be fair, uh, you only had electricity for like five, uh, five years. Five years. <laughs> it's been at least forty-five. Come on. Oh no, sorry, that's indoor plumbing. I forgot. No, we still don't have most of that in a lot of places. <laughs> that's that's gonna that's too much. Power lines you can run from poles up the mountainside. You know what it's like to dig dig pipeline up a mountainside. I thought you guys just run pipes into the rivers and creeks. Well, yeah, yeah. you got a spring nearby. That's what you do. That's yeah. You said plumbing. I was thinking like city infrastructure with like sewers and stuff. Yeah, it's a little harder to do here. No, it, you guys just use nature's plumbing. It's still just a hole you take a dump in. It just yeah, that's the best part about being up on the mountain is you put that stuff in whatever tributary and it goes away downhill. <laughs> as, city's as problem. Somebody who lives in St. Paul and cognizant of what the Mississippi looks like in New Orleans, I don't want to pick that fight. <laughs> yeah, you know where that's coming from. That's all your fault. Let me just say the Mississippi north of north of Saint, of uh, Minneapolis, because our cabins near the very head of it, clear, pristine, fantastic river. Goes to Minneapolis. Then, and it gets, then we you have guys it. just turned to shit. You just turned to shit. Yeah, and then it goes by. Uh, it goes by the Quad Cities. Oh, then it goes by St. Louis. The problem is, you know, what's at the Upper Mon hits the Ohio that goes in. The monster icky. Hey, that goes by a lot of you guys. Huh, weird. It definitely went by where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know what river I'm talking about. No. No. Well, we posted that map of what Harl of Harlan's uh, geography sense of uh, North America was. Did the oh, by the way, you didn't color PEI at all. You left PEI out. Well, to be fair, what the hell? Jamie, that was before you showed up, and I made that map, and I posted it because it was hilarious. And it was hilarious because you noticed but that there Minnesota, is no moose here too, so it doesn't fit. Well, yeah. you also you also noticed that Minnesota is part of part of moose land. Yes, yes, and that's what I thought about too. PEI doesn't have any moose, and Western Pennsylvania is pretty much 
all the entire northeast central part of the United States, and the rest <laughs> is propane, and then tacos and gators, and somebody we don't talk about anymore on the show. <laughs> <laughs> they no longer deserve to be talked about on the show. I did not know that at the time. I was new. <laughs> oh, outstanding. It's oh, funny. Boys. Asshole. Speaking of uh, former show hosts that have left, apparently Scotty from the block doesn't live on the block anymore. Huh. Run him out of town? No. I was, uh, I bumped into him at Grand Lodge. and uh, Moving on up. I asked if he still lived around the corner, and Scotty, if you still listen, seriously, dude, miss you. Honest to God, we <laughs> really all do. I swear to God. <laughs> this is why oh my God. a Mason because they have to have friends who are assholes. Uh, hey man, you don't you don't you don't smooth your ashler without hitting the shit out of it. It's over and over and over. It and needs over to be able to take that abuse. Some of us just buy manscaping products and do what? it the, the more gentle way, but yeah. Ironically, that's what Scotty was talking the most about last time he was on the show was the... the, no, that, the that was ball cream. That stuff. Manscaping products, are, are, are we... He talked about ball cream. Uh, I brought up the... I brought Jeff, up are you not working on perfecting your Ashlers? <laughs> <laughs> that's your obelisk. Mark. I got some smooth Ashlers. Oh! <laughs> the obelisk sits next to the Ashlers. Harlan, your balls have are have smooth as smooth pointed edges and corners. What the? F- you no, should go see a doctor. That's <laughs> one. I'm is covering the brand because they don't sponsor those. us like Canada Dry Tan does. But he was talking about that. Oh, that! Oh, Jamie's got even. Gentlemen, yeah. I've, I've discovered something we can. Okay, so I follow uh, Simon Whistler's a guy that does a bunch of YouTube channels, fun trivia, that kind of thing. I love his channels. He's brilliant, and he's no hair on his head, but he's got this magnificent beard, and he started making... I thought you were going to say he has this magnificent bush. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, Jamie, tell about your bush. Don't you ever forget it. No, but he's got, so he's got this big bird and he, a big beard, and he came up with uh, like a, a beard oil thing that he sells now as part of his channel for me. So now we have to have the After Lodge... Basically, Ashler polishers, and that's how we're gonna make money for the show, or something. Or now we're back to OnlyFans. We're, we've gone in complete circles. We we need to. We we need no. We have to get the shepherd's crook, guys, because Ashlers are squares and or rectangles. And if your ball sack is a square or rectangle, you probably have cancer, and you need to go see a doctor <laughs> right now. You need to get that shit checked. No, no, don't be, don't or, be. Or you're a cork in the matrix. We do live in a simulation, and you need to yeah. get stuff redigitized. Some of us have moved on to the use of the compass instead of the square, so we make round ashlers. Compasses. No, you. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 288 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Hang out with uh, Harlan Davis on IRC at irc.sunet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And of course, be sure to uh, send your condolences and farewells to Jamie for this, his last spot on the After Lodge podcast. Um, yeah, and we'll. No, you guys won't be masters yet before we uh, before we're back. So uh, 
Mm-hmm. At least before the show's aired. Well, yeah, I mean, in that case, uh, congratulate Jeff and and uh, and Chuck on a successful year as master of their respective lodges. <laughs> Let's just uh, congratulate them on their successful years, Grandmasters, because let's be honest. Uh, it's been worse than this before. That bad it has. Up. Oh, Not man. much worse, but it's been worse. Yeah, it's tough and fair, but, you know. We have to record, yeah. too, for something to... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Good night, everyone. Doc, no. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like nominate, we'd like to congratulate Harlan on his uh, acceptance to the 33rd Council of the Southern Jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite. <laughs> All right. Yep, we're out. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>